The best engineers are self-sufficient and self-managed. They are not only experts in their field, but they have a broad understanding of what it takes to succeed in their role. They know what it takes to get the job done from start to finish. Hi, everybody. It's your host, Samantha in Sydney, and we're back with another episode that you don't want to miss on the Deeper Than Tech podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career in an industry that was not designed with us in mind. We'll be diving deep into this topic, but before we do, head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. I was looking at the topic that you sent me about self-management, but I had no idea what is self management. I think that there are a different degree of like definitions that you could potentially uh, go into when it comes to self-management. But I think that one of the bigger foundations that we need to understand about being self-sufficient, being self um, able to self-manage is really having that discipline to go about like what your goals are and being able to trust yourself that you're going to be able to get things done when you have like said specifically that you're going to get them done. So kind of giving yourself that honor system that you have placed between your yourself and whatever that you're going to be doing, whatever uh, company that you have, whatever team that you have, that you're going to be able to get this done in this uh, particular time frame, while also being able to like manage whatever else is going on with your life. And I think that the key here is making sure that you're able to be as transparent as possible when things aren't going right, when you're not able to show up for yourself, when you are not able to specifically reach that goal that you were hoping to, and then be able to be independent enough to be able to reach out when ever you're stuck on something. Does that make sense? It it does. I would say it's quite similar to self-sufficient, but there might be a little bit of like nuances here and there that might be a little different. Yeah. So do y'all work in like two week sprints? We do. And so what's happening in our sprints right now is that we have it divided into where we have two weeks of prototyping. It's not necessarily like with agile completely. It's kind of, it's, it's a weird hybrid. So we are starting with our prototypes. We're figuring out, okay, what exactly in our customer feedback have we noticed that we might want to try to experiment with? Is there something there that we might be able to do a little bit more efficiently? And from there, we're able to prototype it with our designers, see if there's anything that we might be able to do with user testing and get that feedback. And then from there, we're able to go into these two-week sprints and then build the thing. From there, that's when we start kind of breaking down whether or not we want to go forward with the completion of the project project. And then we kind of start the the whole sprint all over again with getting that user feedback, getting user testing, making sure that we're able to see what exactly is uh, tripping people up in terms of the user experience, what exactly they're needing to do in terms of using our product. And so, yeah, yeah, I, I think that there are different ways that people do agile. Uh, it, it's kind of beyond me, but yeah, I would say sprints is what we do. Agile is very different for everybody, but at the beginning of this agile sprint, this is when you set your self-management goals for the the whole team? I would think so. Um, so right now it is me and another developer like in our specific kind of like I'd, I'd say like swim lane team right now and so from here is where we're able to meet with the designer and say okay these are the things that have worked out with in terms of our user testing in terms of the feedback from there this is what we've been able to successfully prototype and what we think might be good to experiment with going forward and so from there we're able to figure out like what exactly our priorities are going into this coming sprint. Is there a specific like characteristic that somebody can have to like be self-managed themselves? Because I feel like self-management is like, there's two type of workers. There's type A and there's type B. Type A can get these things done. 
and type B kind of needs more micromanagement. So how can somebody have those skills, those characteristics of a self self-managed person? I think that this is going to be an interesting answer. Do you think that I I have started to learn? It's 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 going to be more about transparency. It, it really is going to be about like, okay, how am I able to know what my kind of weakness is in terms of like what I might be stuck on and how I can get myself unstuck as soon as possible. And so for instance, being able to kind of know to manage your time a little bit better on when you should probably be Googling something when you're stuck, when you need to start like stopping and being like, okay, I'm starting to spin my wheels a little bit. So how, how should I like go forward in terms of like asking somebody for help? When should I start knowing like when to try and debug my code to figure out a way to get myself unstuck? When should I start like asking more questions? When should I go like Google something? Because you can do that at any time, basically. But having that like transparency, like with yourself and potentially with another team member to be able to like reach out and ask for help, I think is going to be one of the bigger things. I don't know about you, if you have any other suggestions on that. (laughs) When I was working with my apprentice, we kind of did the same thing because he was still kind of learning how to time box things. Like when we would give him a ticket, and then we will be like, how long do you think you should spend on this before asking for help? And that way you could have a, a log of like this type of question, this type of problem will require this much time before I ask for help. Of course, I always recommend Googling first because that's the best way to learn as an engineer. Then I recommend like reaching out to me or reaching out to the group of your team. Just because you're self-sufficient does not mean that you can't ask for help. So, Sydney, what resources do you recommend to help you become a self-managed engineer? I think that always having a space to record notes, questions, steps that you're doing in terms of your, your code is going to be really important. For for me, for example, I use Figma to break down all of my tasks into smaller pieces. And then it's like a to-do list. So it gives me that like dopamine hit to be like, oh, I I checked that off my list. So that's done. Okay, let's move to the next thing. Oh, okay, I checked that off my list. And then if I'm getting confused somewhere, I can start like writing down, okay, what exactly am I getting confused on? So ha- having a note paper, scratch, scratch sheet of paper, just somewhere to like kind of uh, organize your thoughts, I, I feel like is great. And then making sure that if you are able to kind of figure out like what steps have you like gone through to where you have realized that maybe like you've gotten stuck. What I do is that I record myself sometimes to kind of figure out like how I can debug a couple of things. So then from there, I'm able to like ask my my mentor, like whoever I'm talking to, like, okay, I uh, this is like where I've started to get stuck in this particular area. And so instead of me having to like try and translate to them to make them understand what's going on, they can actually see what I'm looking at and then be able to be like, oh, okay, this is what potentially you need to do next. And also I really love, I have like one of those digital timers on my desk. So like when I'm starting to think that I'm spinning my wheels, I'm like, okay, let's give myself like 10 minutes to actually figure out if I can get myself unstuck. And then if I can't get myself unstuck, okay, now I need to actually like ask people, hey, I'm waving the white flag. Here's a problem. Like, let's come here. I I need help. (laughs) It's good that you come with a list of things that you already tried when you go ask that question because that helps eliminate like some potential roads that you go down. So that's really good. When it comes to being self-managed, how often do you not complete your goal? 
I, I think that's a I think that's a valid question. I don't think that it is about always like completing the goal. Again, I, I think that this is more about transparency. If there's something that you feel like you're not able to do, that you're not able to complete, this is going to be the time to start reaching out to people and seeing like how, first off, you can better be able to achieve that goal. Be um look anything can happen. You could be sick. Uh, something could happen. You can have an emergency and things. It's about making sure that you reach out to your community and be like, Hey, this happened. I don't know what's going on. I'm stuck. There's something going on. I'm sick, blah, blah, blah. How can we get this done? So then from there, we can start determining if whether or not we need to shed off a couple of requirements for this product to be able to ship, if it's that important, or have somebody else potentially do it or pair program or whatever else that you need to potentially do to solve the problem. It's about like giving yourself those options, being honest with yourself and honest with your community about like what you potentially might need assistance with and then helping um, uh, figure out a better solution going forward so that you can ship so that something can be shipped out. Maybe it needs to be delayed. Maybe there needs to be a better response with like the business side because like you could die tomorrow, honestly, like <laughs> something could happen. And, you know, it, it's about making sure that you're being truthful about potentially what can or, or in what potentially is happening with the situation. Yeah, I like the way that you you said that because it's important to give people enough heads up in case you can't do anything because they can like rearrange things to make it fit. Like I know, but if the project manager knows that, hey, we're not going to make the deadline like three weeks in advance, they can kind of like swingle their way out of the situation. But if they don't know like the day before, there's a lot of pressure on them to kind of figure this out. So like, People are going to like you more if you give them the heads up of like, hey, I'm not going to get this goal done when I said I wasn't going to get that. Because it yeah. does happen. Like, It happens I'm all the perfect. time. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I didn't realize, honestly, until recently on like how important that it is to like, it, it really is about that honesty of like, hey, I'm feeling sick. I'm like, this is happening. Like I blah, anything. I knew that it was really important to like ask for help, but like actually like being able to say, okay, you guys have given me this particular timeline to actually do this and to make sure that I'm staying sane where I'm not working overtime unnecessarily and, and like bothering like too many people to like try and get things done. Like so important to make sure that you're being as transparent as possible. It just, that's uh, it's still something that I'm learning. It's still something that can be really scary, but people are definitely going to respect you more uh, if you are able to like put that out there, be more vulnerable. <laughs> so for me, I feel like I am very good at self-management. I'm not, I might be bragging a little bit just because I have, <laughs> I have led teams before. So I know that like, it's really important to get your stuff done because like the chain of command needs to know. But I also felt like I wasn't very good at being a good employee because to, at least to my manager, because I was so sufficient, I wasn't communicating what I actually needed because I would just do it myself. Do you have, do you have any tips on somebody who is like maybe too self-managed and they don't know how to ask for help? I feel like that's kind of where I am. Like, I don't always know like when to ask for help. And it, I think that this is really a gut check. Like, 
clearly something is like making you like feel stressed out. And I think that that is going to be the time to kind of evaluate, okay, like what exactly like where, what is this like happening from? Like what, what is causing this? Because yeah, I, I, I don't think that I'm necessarily like the greatest at being like self-sufficient and self-managing, but like, I, uh, I think that it is because like, sometimes it's just like, fuck, like I need to, I need to start like asking for help a little bit more. And yeah, it's, it's that gut check for me, like really being able to evaluate, like what is bothering me about this particular thing. If you can list out like what exactly you might need and maybe be figuring out if there's uh, potentially a way to stop yourself and then like just just ask somebody like there's a designated person that you potentially ask to get this like particular resource from that you're comfortable with. I think that can potentially be helpful because that's kind of giving yourself that accountability partner, whether or not they know to get you more comfortable in like being like more reliant on people and being like less independent. I don't know. How, what do you have? What have you tried? <laughs> No, no, I think it's right. Like we can't just be independent. Like most of your job is not about getting work done. It's mostly about building those relationships to make the product better. And so if you're always independent, you have to like figure out how to be less independent. I know it's bad to say, but we need those those people. <laughs> it takes a village. It literally takes a village to be able to do the thing, you know, to 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 raise kids, to like do to build a building, you know, like <laughs> It, it's going to take all these people to be able to do the thing. And I, I think that you're right. Being vulnerable enough to like raise, that's how you're going to be able to be a lot faster, a lot stronger, a lot better at what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Because the other day I was like, I could just work on this ticket. It's like not a big ticket, but I had to stop myself and be like, no, I should give the ticket to somebody else and help them pair program on that, on that ticket. So like just giving those little tiny independence away and like, Maybe turning that into leadership. I don't know. Another thing I have been asking is like, what is the big picture of the company? Because maybe that's going to help me be like, I don't know. I've just been asking that question a lot, <laughs> but that's cool. Yeah, I think self-management is such a interesting topic. It, I don't know what it is. It's that dopamine hit that you get when you like, oh man, like I, I'm able to do this. Like I feel on top of the world, but like you, you have those days where it's like, I don't know how to log to the console and like, what are you supposed to do then? And we, we say all the time that we're able to like be efficient and solve problems and things, but you know, it's not going to happen with just that one person. And so, um, again, I, I'm still learning and I'm sure that you're learning to a certain extent, like how to better be able to ask for help in those times. Um, because it, it does kind of feel like you're asking like a dumb question when you're you're not being efficient enough or like not being uh, able to like manage your time and manage yourself a little bit and that kind of sucks but but again like this is this is about like making sure that you're able to turn this into a learning opportunity for yourself um as well as figuring out like what can you do uh, better to improve the bigger picture overall for a specific company that you you can't do that on your own like you know if that's the way that you want to do it, then that's totally fine. You can you can make your own company, and that is that is a, a great way that you're able to figure out how to self manage and time manage and things. But you're 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 here at a company for a reason to learn, to grow, to do whatever. And so it's it's about that vulnerability, and it's it's about that transparency, and it's hard. It's it's real hard. <laughs> Thank you again, Sydney, for joining us. Um, always a pleasure. Till next time. Bye. Bye.